Welcome to the study podcast. We are here to encourage and to equip the church that people would fall in love with Jesus and better serve him today. Well, welcome. Welcome to 2019. Welcome to uh, January of 2019. Um, Today I just want to take some time and uh, we're going to talk about dealing with life. You know, uh, that will be our our subject of today. And uh, I just uh, first and foremost wanted to uh, just talk about something that I'm I'm trying out for 2019. I am not a big devotionals guy. I I've tried here and there. I've I probably have a slew of devotionals that I you know every once in a while I'll pick up and I'll read a few days and yeah yeah I'm I'm yeah and. Well now I've <clears throat> gotten to this part of the year. I'm I'm ten days in. I, I've done these devotionals. Yeah, if I if I even in the last ten days, if I've missed one, it's like I can I can listen to it or read it in the morning or in the evening, you know, and, and catch myself up. Um but the the first and foremost one that I wanted to point out is by Christian Audio. Uh, it's actually uh, Spurgeon's uh, Morning and Evenings, um, and it's it's yeah it's audible uh, like so you can just download the app uh, ChristianAudio.com, a really good resource. Every month they hand out a book for free, um, and lately, especially at the end of 2018, they were handing out a lot of Christian classics, uh, really good ones: Jonathan Edwards, Spurgeon, um, Tozer. Other people that, you know, I mean, it's just a really good read, a really good resource. Uh, totally check it out. Get on their email uh, docket so every every first of the month you'll be reminded, hey, here's our new free book. Uh, download it onto your library, download it on your phone, and then, hey, you're, you're good to go. Um, I know a lot of people that commute, uh, a lot of people that are in big cities or even small towns, even country life, uh, we have a lot of driving on our hands, a lot of time on our hands, and what better way to take time with the Lord, uh, listen to a fellow saint talk about uh, their experiences or their interpretation on a part of the word of the Lord, and I really enjoy Spurgeon. Uh, two others that I'm going to mention, written by the same people, uh, Timothy Keller and Kathy Keller uh, have written uh, the God's Wisdom for Navigating Life, and it's a book on the book of Proverbs, and they just they take verses and themes throughout the week, and they talk about that theme of what's what's going on, and then another one that they wrote together is the Songs of Jesus, and it's actually a devotional book through the book of Psalms. Uh, it's really good. Uh, goes through uh, what <clears throat> what the psalms talking about and and how to you know like pro they they go really well together. So like if you get one, I suggest getting the other one because you can do kind of like the morning and evening thing as well, uh, and just kind of pair them together. I've enjoyed reading the psalms in the morning and then proverbs at night. Uh, definitely more awake <laughs> at night. That's how how I work. And then the last one that I'm actually, I know it's kind of like a a storm of them uh, took over, but at the same time, devotions 
it's really good to get other people's and and other believers' perspectives. I I really enjoy it because F- Philip Yancey is the last author, and all from Spurgeon to the Kellers to even Yancey have a different perspective that they're bringing forward. And and you, you know, talking about how you know morning, noon, and night we're supposed to think upon His Word and meditate on His Word, and and really these are just helps. You know, Philip Yancey's Grace Notes is a really good book. I think you can pick this one up for even less than $10 now on paperback. Uh, when it first came out on hardback, I actually had a copy of it back then that I lost. Um, but it was, uh, it, it, yeah, it was, it is a great book. And I wanted to share those devotionals with the with anyone that's listening. And just, like, they have really... Um, been a good, if you're struggling with your devotional life, it's a good, you know, hey, let's just plant right here. Let's talk about Psalms. It, it's, it's just having someone else to Bible study with. That's the way you need to view it. It's, these don't replace the reading of scripture. Uh, I've really enjoyed reading the Psalms in their entirety. Uh, the Keller's book kind of breaks them up and talks about different issues. And it's good because they take time to talk about this where it's like, I may not have seen that. and But more and more importantly is to spend time with Jesus. Uh, spend time in the Word of God. Take time to pray. You know, wake up a little bit earlier. Um, you know, Or as you're running and drinking coffee, and just take time to pray. You know... If this podcast is the distraction, you know, pause it, pause it, take time to pray, uh, you know, and even finding a podcast this year and, and just taking some time to say, hey, I want to spend time in the word. I want to spend time with you, God, and, and dwell with God, dwell with him and you know, be, be in the word, you know, be in spirit and truth. Um, but yeah, that's that's just my ministry highlight, I guess, is what I call those of like, you know, hey, here's some some books that you can read. Here's some devotionals that you can try out for the new year and, you know, see see where it goes. But um, we have a, a really exciting time coming up uh, where as a ministry of the study will have been pretty much founded a year ago on on the 24th of January. I can't really remember all the details. I mean, I remember putting together our website, which you can check out, and, you know, our Facebook and putting it all together and really coming from Denver to Powell and, and really, you know, seeing, well, what is there? What are we supposed to be doing? And really that, you know, even for the time that I took off, the burden within me to at least teach on a podcast to at least take time off of one of my days off that I can and speak God's word and you know talk about what does our culture say what does the church say how does Christianity answer these issues and so really you know with the devotional it really comes you know with the devotional highlight it really comes to dealing with life your life is crazy right you know (laughs) 
life is just totally bonkers sometimes. Uh, you know, I look back at 2018 and I'm like, oh man, I'm so glad we're done with that year. And then, you know, 10 days in now and we're like, oh, maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe there were some good things. And, you know, it's like, you know, personally, I'm like 2014, 2016 were good years. <laughs> like, um, but, you know, it's like looking back at, you know, 2017 was all right. You know, 2018 was a hard year. You know, you know, we, we grow up and we, we dream about what we're going to be when we grow up. We, we, you know, we plan out, you know, where we're going to go to school and, and we're told we can have it all, right? You know, don't limit yourself is what they say, or you can do it if you put your mind to it. You know, the world tells us that we have the power to be or do anything, but, but is that true? Can we be all that we can be? You know, and how does the Christian worldview take that? You know, in, in, in dealing with daily life and dealing with our dreams, you know, from, you know, the biggest thing from, you know, the dreams to the purposes of daily life to, you know, our big grand, you know, what do we want to be? You know, anything from raising kids to working a job to having hobbies and and dealing with relationships and dealing with community. You know, what what matters most? You know, how are we how are we to live life from scriptures and in front of God? You know, there are some great verses on the subject and I I just want to take time and and dive in and see what God says. You know, and and really we, you know, the first verse that kind of came to mind was 1 Thessalonians 5:18. You know, a really good verse on the circumstances of life. You know, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. You know, it's hard facing life. You know, facing it headlong with no thankfulness, I think, is even harder. Because we don't see the purpose or the point of our circumstances. You know, and, and really, I I see all of that in a biblical sense of building character. You know, our, our circumstances, the things that we're going through are to build character. And if you have questions on that issue, I totally understand. So do I. But, you know, you look at James 1, 2 through 4, it really tells us to count it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials. And it goes on from there. Go ahead and look at that verse. Go look at those verses. You know, but really, you know, we are to be thankful to God for the days that we are here for. Because God has a purpose for each and every one of them. And the greatest purpose, the greatest purpose in each and every one of those days is to know Him and to enjoy God and the blessings of life. Well, I think our minds directly right away go to well what about hardship you know what about those people that are full of cancers and viruses or those people on their deathbeds is there purpose for the baby in the womb is there purpose for the 90 year old that's struggling with ALS in a wheelchair unable to move by themselves you know 
And that takes us to Colossians 1.16. For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. We are a part of creation. I, I think... That's the biggest thing that humanity strives with. You know, no no animal deals with that. No no bug or fly deals with the meaning of life and the problems of pain. It's because we are a part of creation that is bent and broken. We are in total rebellion against God. And so we don't understand that we are a part of creation. We're a part of that which was made through him and for him. You know, we were made for God. And that's the best news on the worst day. And the good news is the fact that we are not stuck in it. We're not stuck here. We can, by the grace of God, know him personally through Christ Jesus through the anointed one, through the Messiah sent. You know, we're all struggling in this broken world because we are all broken. You know, and and, and really, if you have any more questions on the theological parts of these areas, you know, I, there's some podcasts back down the line that I've been dealing with those in the last several weeks of this issue. You know, and and I I want to deal with it more in a theological sense, but lately I've just felt like dealing with it in an in interpersonal daily life. What are the verses that we can strike our lives upon? What are the verses that you know, or the the universal truths that God is nailing in and saying, "Hang your life on this. Let this goad you forward as you deal with these issues." You know, today we want to look at the daily struggles of life. You know, we are all busy about our own things. We all work to pay bills. We all work to fix the issues at home, whether that's repairing something that's broken or painting or fixing light bulbs or, you know, just driving, driving through and 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 just getting things done, doing the dishes, trying to get the kids to school, you know, cooking all the meals, doing all the things. You know, we have our time taken at every turn as problems come and life happens. You know, and, and I, I really you know, just want to rest in the moment for a minute and say, you know, the chief end of man is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. You know, that's what the Westminster Shorter Catechism says. You know, the question being, what is the chief end of man? You know, and we can do that right now. We can, we can know God. We can give glory to God. And we can enjoy him today. You know, no matter what you're going through, give glory to God. And we can personally know him in all of that, in all of what we go through. You know, that's our purpose. You know, so a question comes in 
to my mind and says, you know, so are all of their purposes rebellious then? You know, our hobbies and jobs and family and friends, you know, can they and will they be idols in getting in the way of us fulfilling the greatest purpose? You know, we struggle with our lives and we struggle with our hearts because we've been overcome with sin and idols. So God calls us to the greatest purpose, and that's our first and foremost thing. You know, other things become idols and will become idols if we idolize them, if we draw our purposes from them. Instead, we need to draw our purposes from God and fulfill our responsibilities in these given areas, whether that's a wife or a husband, whether that's being a good student or being a good child or being a good co-worker, that we need to rest upon our greatest purpose first. Now, Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 says this, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. You know, take time to know and understand the stories of the Bible. And see that they struggled too. You know, read Hebrews 11 for a short review. You know, go back into the Old Testament and see how Abraham struggled or how Jacob struggled. You know, see how even Moses struggled, you know, and and just look at them. You know, look at how the disciples struggled with the words of God as the incarnate God walked around with them and they struggled you know, understand that these witnesses surround us. You know, they're here to encourage us onward. But most of all is this, Jesus. You know, Jesus is the one that willingly took the cross and is now sitting at the right hand of God. Now, daily life has its idols Habits die hard, and we are weighed down with life and life's struggles. We are laid down with sin. So let's lay them aside. Let us run the race that's set before us. We can only do this if we set Jesus before us. It's not, it's not our die-hard willingness to say, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to follow God. I think that kind of like mentality of, you know, picking yourself up by your bootstraps and charging forward can lead to even more idolatry if we're not careful. I think the willingness factor of choosing and laying it before the God of the universe and saying this, I struggle with this. And that's the difference. Because we cannot wage war against our sins. We cannot manage them. We need to allow God to manage them for us and to take them away. So what's 
before you. What is in your mind's eye? And what over-encompasses your life? Is it sex, love and romance, long walks on the beach, or maybe it's just porn? Is it food, making it, eating it, watching it? Do you find yourself hungry when you've even eaten a full meal? Is it family, building it, spending time with them and making memories? Is it drugs, marching for them, voting for them, and breaking the law for them? Or is it Jesus? And do you wake up ready to serve him, ready to worship him? Do you talk to your king that bled for you? Jesus is the God who personally wants to dwell with you. So where are we? What is before us? You know, how we answer those questions tells us what path we will walk when we struggle. Either we will cling to our idols and our deeds of the flesh, or we will cling to Christ and give glory to God in all that we do in all that we go through. Now Ephesians 2.10 says this, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. You know, God has a path for us. God wants to mold us and refine us. God has a plan, the best plan for us. So do we put him before us, or do we think we have a better plan? You know, daily we can dishonor the Lord, or daily we can do what 1 Corinthians 10.31 states. So in whatever you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. So in dealing with life, we have a choice before us. We can understand that no matter what is happening to us, the Lord has a plan and a purpose in the situation. Or we can walk right out of this path. We can walk our own way. We can walk through anything by our own strength, willpower, idols, habits, sins. And we can walk away from Him. And we can try our hardest to deal with the stress and struggle of life. But my question is, do we really want to face that alone? How do we really want to face the struggles and hardships alone? You know, and, and that's what Emmanuel is all about. God with us. Name him Jesus. You know, Jesus is the God with us. And, you know, I've been reading through the book of the, the book of John, the Gospel of John. And I just really love the personal time that the Gospel of John gives us with Jesus. The one-on-ones, the communicative factor to, to Nicodemus, to the woman at the well, to, the, to Lazarus's family. You know, and it's just amazing that, you know, God personally came to talk with us oh thank you for taking the time to 
listen to the podcast. I hope and pray that it, it blesses you immensely, that it glorifies God. Just pray that you would choose to run hard after God. Read your Bible. Study the Word. Pray. Pray for His grace to pour out into you and through you. And as you go forward in 2019, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May He shine understanding on you through His revelation in the Bible. Thank you for joining us here today. Uh, pray you have a great and blessed day.